Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. My Money and Me with Sumitra Naidu every Tuesday from 8 to 9 p.m. Kaya FM, home of the Afropolitan. Right, it's just gone past uh, a quarter to nine and we're now at our Money Lessons feature and tonight we're talking to Sade Gilberti. She started her television career in the early 2000s with uh, Kids uh, TV. She then went on to present the local version of the international hit reality dance series So You Think You Can Dance. That was in 2008. In 2010, she was a contestant on Survivor South Africa. In 2013, um, she VJ on MTV South Africa. She even made her mark on the world of fashion in 2010 as the celebrity face-off Legit. It's one of South Africa's biggest fashion labels for young women. And then went on to becoming an award-winning actress. There's a long list. Shade, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. That is a really long list and I know that it doesn't include everything that you've done. I mean, you just, you have a whole list of accolades. I mean, um, that I just couldn't mention. We wouldn't have enough time on this show. <laughs> but I mean, it sounds like you've had such an exciting career. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. And yes, my, uh, my life and my career has been very exciting. A massive blessing, I must say. Okay, and, and, and I see that we're calling you in the UK. Yes, you are, yes. I've been here now for five years. Five years. And, uh, you've got to come back home. Why are you leaving us? <laughs> Trust me, it's not personal. I love South Africa. It'll forever be my home. I just needed to spread my wings elsewhere for a bit and see what it's like on the other side. Okay, so tell me about your background while you're thinking about coming back home because we're waiting for you here and we're celebrating you here. <laughs> I like it. I like it, yes. You it's know, nice we want to hold on to our talent, man. All our talent yes. mustn't just leave us. But as long as you're making no. a name for us and telling everybody about South Africa, that's what we like. You must know. Definitely. There's no, I haven't left because, oh no, I must leave people behind or whatever. Yes. I really sh- I fly the South African flag so high I'm so proud so, I am so um, glad yeah. I'm so glad well done <laughs> okay so tell me tell me a little bit about you because you know this this part of the show this feature is really about how you deal with money what's your money journey like you started really really young and I'm sure that money was coming your way I mean how did you manage that Well, to be honest, I mean, I started uh, like modeling when I was like three years old and I started getting paid when I was three years old. Sure. Uh, But that money obviously wasn't coming to me directly. My father had opened, um, he actually opened an account for me when I was about six years old. So I think in the beginning it all went into like into his account and he looked after it for me. But by the time I was about six, I had my own, I still remember I had my own standard bank account. Um, but it was money that I wasn't allowed to touch. Obviously, my father was the guarantor on it, and he signed it. That was just under my name, and um, all the money went into there. And it was, you know, basically going towards me, my savings, my education, whatever it is I wanted to do with it. Um, I was only ever allowed to touch my money when I was about sixteen years old. Sure, but so, so so dad kept you grounded. Dad kept you financially stable, even though you were so young and you didn't need to be. <laughs> definitely, definitely. I mean, I I never grew up thinking that it was so weird. So like modeling and presenting and doing all of that from a very very young age, that was fun for me. I was going to go hang out with the cool people and do the fun things. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. Uh, I'm going to go work now and get paid. 
So I didn't even have a concept of I'm doing a shoot now and there's going to be money that's going to come into an account. I didn't even have that concept. And that concept wasn't drummed into my head like today you are making money. Because like, yes, you're Mm -hmm. going to work and you're going to have fun. But because my father looked after my finances for me and made sure that, you know, it wasn't easily available to me and I couldn't spend it and... Um, that definitely kept me grounded. I was also an only child. So with regard to that, yes, to a certain extent, only children do get spoiled. But I wasn't overly spoiled either. Like, things didn't just land on my lap. I had to really beg and cry and, and perform if I wanted that thing. I suppose you get some of those acting skills from there too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, it's one of those things you, you kind of realize later on in life, oh, I'm actually a natural performer because just, it's just, you know, I've been doing mm. it for so long. <laughs> but how, how important was that for you? Because, I mean, dad took care of everything until you were old enough to take care of it on your own. But I mean, all of that was there for you. So, I mean, were they, I mean, how did you feel when you when you started having to deal and manage with it on your own as an adult? To be honest, I was quite scared. Um, you know, there is the excitement of, yeah, I finally get to play with my own money. I don't have to ask for, you know, mm-hmm. um, I don't have to ask anybody for money. I don't have to go and be like, can I have my allowance? Or can I, you know, can I borrow a hundred grand? I didn't have to do any of that. It was now my own money. And I could do whatever I wanted with it. But still, my father was like, it is your money and you can do whatever you want with it. But also don't do whatever you want with it. Because, you know, it, when, it, when it's all available to you and you don't understand the concept of money, you can just spend it all. And then next thing you know, you're like, oh, maybe I wanted to go and do that one thing. And now I can't because I spent mm-hmm. it all on Whatever teenagers would spend money on, going out, seeing friends, spoiling friends, going to the movies, buying dinner. Like, you're not even going to spend it on things that are important if your mind isn't there. Absolutely. It can be quite daunting. Exactly. Exactly. So even though I had access to my car, to my account when I was 16, my father, like, hardly gave me my card. Like, he he was still like, no, if you want money, you must still ask. (laughs) Good. So I... Yeah, so I didn't really get to really spend it. I think the first time I really started spending my money was once I matriculated. I was about 18 years old. Um, at this point, I was like, cool, like, you can't be the guy, you know, on my card anymore. Like, I'm now of age. It's all going to be under my name. I'm not going to take care of my finances. I'm not going to be the adult. And um, I kind of pushed myself into the deep end there and had to start being an adult and start looking after my finances and making sure that I had enough money to put petrol in my car, mm-hmm. that I could, you know, look after myself. I moved out of the household when I was really young. So I took on a lot of adult responsibilities at a really young age without anybody there to back me. So I was like, I'm going to do it by myself. And what was what was that like? Um, you know, apart from being scared, I mean, what was that like? Did you make any major mistakes? I mean, surely, you know, coming into a bit of money that you can you you don't need to answer to anybody. Did you do that? Did you spend on the friends? Did you splurge? Oh my gosh, I was the worst. <laughs> I um, you know, I did. I loved I loved spoiling my friends. I loved splurging. You know, I thought you know I can, so why not? Mm-hmm. If we went out for dinner, I'll pay. If we went to the movies, I'll pay. You know, I was that person. If it was a friend's birthday, they were going to get the best birthday presents. It wasn't just going to be the, you know, the single song that they like from that 
artist. It was going to be the action TV and maybe a pair of shoes. And, mm. you know, so I, I I did go overboard when I did have it because I was like, this is exciting. I don't have to, you know, answer to anybody. And there were moments where I had to, you know, I got to a point in my life where I had to start flogging CDs to put petrol in my car because I was spending my money oh. like it was, it ain't no thing. Sure. So you actually got to that. I did. I did get to mm-hmm. that. It happened when I when I moved out because yeah. you also, it's it's, tough. you know, like I said, yeah, it's tough. And like I said, I was really young, so there's mm. you you don't you still don't have the concept of what life is like outside of the nest. You know what I mean? Yeah. So now now you're having to pay rent. Now you're having to put petrol in the car. Now you're having to feed you. Now you're having to buy your own clothes. All of those things add up. And when you don't have a concept of that, it's very easy to get lost in everything else, like the spending on the friend and the spending on yourself and the indulgence and all of that. So there was a moment, it didn't last very long because I picked myself up very quickly, but there was a moment where I had to flog CDs or mm. you know, take that thing to the cash and carry and be like, I don't need this anymore, can I please get the few and, you know, do that kind of stuff. But it, it, it was very, it was very, me being in that moment, I immediately went, I'm not going to be in that moment today. Picking yourself up, what did that entail? I mean, how are you managing your money these days? I mean, how, I mean, that was a long time ago from then to now. How have you managed your money over the years? The first thing my father always taught me was to save. And it was obviously I got too excited and I never did. Mm-hmm. Um, immediately after the situation of not having to flog CD to put petrol in my car, I did start saving. So it was about, you know, you kind of, you realize that uh, no matter who you are, no matter what industry you work in, you yourself as a human being are a brand. So you go, how am I going to push my brand to make sure that I get paid my worth? And what do I need to do to do that? So obviously I was working in the industry and I was doing different things and money was coming in and there was a fantastic flow. And what I did was, uh, or now I still do this, I go, what do I need to live with? And what can I put aside? Because if I don't need more than 12,000 rand to mm-hmm. live and do all the things that I need to do in a month, why must I, you know, there's no need for me to take my 25, for example, and now splurge. Let me take a good 10 and put that away. Well Let me done. take a good 10,000 rand and put that away. I've got mm-hmm. 12,000 that I need to live off and then I have an extra three to play with if I want to play. Do you know what I mean? So it's, it's because at the end of the day, and we all know that money is an energy, you know, so... Um, what you what you get in, you must get out. The flow must be good, but at the same time, you need to save because things happen. Life happens. Um, you know, sometimes things come up, and you have to now pay ten thousand rand, twenty thousand rand towards something, yeah. or an emergency happens, or you need to loan someone money, or your your family asks you for something, or you need something. So it's always important to have something to fall back on. Um, and I always say, even if it's a hundred rand that you can save, save it. That's so good. That's really, really good. And then in terms of investments, are you looking towards your future? Have you planned for that? Um, so I, I jumped onto the investment trade a little late in life. My father always, I mean, I'm it's never too late. Uh, no, it is never too late. This is true. But when I say I jumped on late is because my father 
drummed into my head uh, from the age of like 1920. You need to get a retirement annuity. You need to invest. You need to do this. You need to do that. And we just never listen when we're meant to listen. I was just like, yeah, naughty, whatever. naughty, I'm yeah. You know, I'm only 20. I'm not going to mm. think like I'm only retiring in like 45 years. This Why don't is the thing. Young people <laughs> feel like, can, can we not have this conversation? I just yeah. entered adulthood and you're already talking about when I retire. Exactly. Exactly. So I didn't look into any of that until I was about 27. Not bad, though. Not bad. Considering. I am proud that I basically did it. But I, you know, there's a part of me that goes, oh, I should have done this earlier. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, you know, you only realize that later. Not everybody, you know, takes that. But it's so natural for young people to say that, you know, I did it too. I mean, it's, you know, I, I don't want to think about being old. I'm just enjoying my life right now. So it is yeah. something. But yeah. the fact that you started, that's really good. Shade, tell me very quickly, we're running out of time. Um, what is happening in the UK? Is there something that we need to look out for? Um, are you working on something? Something big. I see you also do a lot of content creation. Yes, yes, yeah. I'm a little bit all over the place, you know, jack of all trades, especially in a place like London. You can't just really be one thing mm. um, unless you are lucky enough to be one thing. So you kind of have to come out here and just show them that you're a superstar and can do a little bit of everything, Ooh. which I, that is what I'm currently doing. Um, as to say that something big is coming up, I've got a lot of plans that are boiling inside of me, especially now during lockdown. We have the time mm. to sit down and think about the things that we want to do. So I do have a lot of plans and I'm very hopeful that they will become uh, a thing that will, you know, it'll be a fruitful plan and people will be able to see these things one day. But uh, to talk about it just yet, I don't think that's right. <laughs> no, you take the time that you need and we wish you all the luck. Thank you so Thank much you. for making the time to chat to us this evening. And um, yeah, good luck with all your plans. Thanks so much. Shade Gilberti. Thank you so much. Talking to us from the UK, obviously sharing her money journey with us. My Money and Me with Sumitra Naidu every Tuesday from 8 to 9 p.m. Kaya FM, home of the Afropop.